to the Vet SOS Show, brought to you by the Who You Know Network. Always remember, don't drown in the sea of transition. Grab your Vet SOS Life Preserver. Absolutely. Get ready for some serious knowledge bombs. We've gonna drop. We're gonna drop these all throughout the episode because we have a fantastic guest, uh, Trevor Houston here. Trevor is the host of the Who You Know Job Networking Show volunteer at Frisco Connect and uses networking strategies to build a community of leaders, empowering job seekers, entrepreneurs, and business owners to follow their passion and embrace being uncomfortable. Welcome, 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 Trevor. Thank you for joining us. And as always, we're here with our co-host, Sean Welsh, too. Sean, welcome. Welcome, Trevor. Pleasure to have you on here. Yeah, thanks for having me. And uh, so y'all are going to drop bombs, but I'm dropping mics, okay? That's what I'm doing in here. I'm dropping mics. <laughs> I don't know how y'all do with the bombs over here, but, you know, for me, I'm dropping the mics. Yes, yes, absolutely. Uh, and thank you for pairing your channels. Just want to uh, put that little uh, plug out there, too. Um, thank you to everyone who has been pairing your channels um, on the, the restream. If you would like to learn how live stream um, can be done on your channel as a piece of original content, put hashtag pairing in the comments, and we'll send you a DM with the instructions for the next episode. So, uh, appreciate your help in spreading the message uh, to the veteran community. Well, thanks for, uh, again, jumping in here. Um, you have been in the career transition space helping people that are looking for the next successful position in career transition for years now. Um, but there's a particular story, and it's very unique on how you got started and, and why you're doing this. Can you tell us a little bit more about that? Yeah, so I got started uh, serving the job seeker community because I was networking. Um, I had made a transition from the auto industry into financial services. And, um, when I first started my career in financial services, things were pretty, pretty rough that first year. so I was doing a lot of coffee networking, connecting with people, just getting out, you know, and, and, um, you know, meeting people. And I, I went to this, um, coffee meeting, networking, old school, right? You're sitting across the table and having a conversation. And I'm asking the guy about what he does. He's asking me about what I do. And I was telling him that, you know, we, uh, we do 401k rollover options and, you know, people lose their insurance and all these different topics. And, and he said, you know, there's a group in, uh, in, in uh, South Lake of job seekers that could probably use your help. And uh, so that's actually Mark, me and you. I told you about it. I came in and I said, hey, Mark, uh, there's this group of job seekers over there and uh, we should go connect with them over there at South Lake Focus Group. And I told you about it. But the day that we were supposed to go together, for whatever reason, I don't remember what it was. I had a, some other appointment. I couldn't go. And so Mark went. Right. And Mark goes to this thing and uh, packs up, goes over there. <laughs> And they kicked him out. I couldn't believe it. They kicked him out. Like, they told him, no, you can't come here, bro. Mm -mm, not today. And I'm walking in. I got my business cards. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to do some networking. Yeah, and they kicked him out. And so I, I meet up with Mark that, that same day, and I'm like, so how'd it go? What, what, what happened? And he's like, well, I, got, I like went, and they like kicked me out. And I'm like, what? <laughs> they kicked you out? And he's like, yeah, they, you know, they, they didn't, 
they only wanted people that I guess were like providing, you know, job resources. Right. And again, mm -hmm. we were there for like business purposes. And, uh, and we didn't really actually didn't know what to expect. We had no idea what was going on. We just were told, Hey, go check this place out. So we went and checked it or Mark went and checked it out and got kicked out. And then, uh, um, we, but they also said something about Frisco connect. And so I reached out to Foster Williams ahead of time. Cause he, he was the leader at Frisco connect. And I, and I like, was like, Hey, oh, are y'all going to kick us out or what's up? You know? Yeah. <laughs> like, can we even go over there or what's up? And he's like, no, nah, just come and like, you know, just be a fly on the wall and just, you know? Uh, and so we did, we went to that group really uh walked in and felt for these people because i saw people were really hurting and going through a hard time and so we decided to just observe figure out what the challenges were what the problems were and figure out how we could provide solutions to those problems but originally yeah originally we went you know for business purposes mm -hmm. and that's not that's not what ended up coming out of it, though. What ended up coming out of it was just like, how can we help these people? Because they're really hurting. Our light bulbs started clicking when we got there. Like, yeah. dang. It's like everybody that landed a job, it was through their network. It wasn't through what they know. It was through who they know, right? So who you know came. That's how that whole story came about, This the name of the show. Mark actually named the show, by the way. I'm going I'm to give him credit for that. <laughs> Thank you. I, I am. I'm gonna give him credit for that. He he. We were like, you know, I was like, we got to do this show. We got to do this show, and we're coming up with names or whatever. And Mark was like, "Who you know?" And I was like, "That's it. That's the name of the show. Like it was it." So, yeah. Anyway, I know that's a long-winded answer. <laughs> well, th thanks for sharing because you know it, it. It's good to get that backstory because it was really a blessing. It was you know, a higher power, I think, that led us to that uh, because we have a heart for serving and, and, you know, it's been further developed through helping those in transition get landed and being able to celebrate that with them being there to support, inspire, you know, lead them along that way. So, you know, I, I think that everything happens for a reason and I got kicked out of South Lake for a reason. <laughs> got plugged in with Foster for a reason. And I just want to say, too, for those of you that don't know Trevor Houston, number one, connect with him on LinkedIn. You have to connect with him because he is a job search guru at this point in time. Um, back when we went, first went to Frisco Connect and, you know, they started to give us an opportunity to, to talk about the Who You Know Network, Trevor was, he, he has a fear of public speaking. And so... He would have a, a he would have a sheet like a note card with with notes on what he wanted to say, and, and his, his hands would be would be shaken. But you know, look, yeah. if you don't get out of your comfort zone and put yourself into practice, it's never gonna it's never gonna get better. You're never gonna overcome that fear and become the expert, right? That you can. And so now he oh. is an expert public speaker. Well, and, and there's a there's a, um, a mic drop in this in this right here. OK, so I want everybody to listen to this. You know, they say fake it till you make it. Uh, I say do it until you become it. OK, All right. Don't fake it till you make it like just continue to do, 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 take action. Uh, 
until you become the thing that you're trying to be. And so in the very beginning, I didn't know how to help a job seeker. I had no idea, really. Um, I just knew that, okay, we need to first sit down and ask questions. And Mark and I did that for, for a long time. We would sit across the table, literally, just sit across the table with a job seeker, had a pen and a pad, and ask them, hey, what's going on? What's the problem? What's the challenge? What's the struggle? What are you going through? Why, why can't you get back to work? Like, what is actually happening? And they would get vulnerable and they would tell us what's going on. And it was always the same. The answers started to line up. It was always, you know, I'm applying online. My resume is going in the black hole. No one's looking at it. You know, I'm not getting any callbacks. I can't get an interview. I'm getting ghosted by employers. It, it's, the story, when this was like, what, Mark, what do you think, five, six years ago? Yeah, I think going on six years now. Yep. It's the same problems today. Right. What is that problem again? The black hole. Yep. <laughs> it's the same thing as as right. as it was five or six years ago. Nothing's changed. And so what what has changed, though, is that over that five, six year period, we've created more and more and more and more resources to solve that problem. You know, and, and again, I said, do it until you become it. In the beginning, I didn't know how to solve that problem. I knew I knew that that was the problem. But I started to, to create processes and systems and, and develop different things to solve that problem. And now that's what we're doing. We're solving that problem, helping people get noticed and get seen and get out of that black hole so that they can get back to their cash flow. And uh, that's that's what this is all about. Right. I, really, ultimately, at the end of the day, it's about cash flow, because why do we work? Right. Mm, right here. <laughs> There you go. <laughs> Who has that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a phenomenal story how you guys got your start. I mean, that that's just amazing. And I I have no doubt that every single person you talk with has an amazing story, probably with their first interaction with both of you. Um, I know for me, I just happened to stumble across the career summit. Uh, a buddy of mine was about six months ahead of me in the process of getting out of the military and he had signed up for the summit. And so I was basically tagging on to everything he was doing. And I was just, you know, I'll follow him. He knows what he's doing now. I, you know, I'm just starting. And and so I attended that. And this was one of the, I think it was the second thing I did in my transition. And I believe that just sitting through the summit completely changed my trajectory. Um, how I was going to do it, because you guys aren't specifically military related, like most of the things we go through in our transition is military focused. Um, you guys are helping people, you know, break the, 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 the black hole, get through the black hole, find ways to, to make themselves stand out and do a bunch of great things. And, and that really motivated me and got me involved in, you know, posting on LinkedIn, getting active on LinkedIn, doing videos, you know, getting back to my PR roots and, and, you know, now I'm doing a podcast, which I had no interest in doing whatsoever, Trevor, and you, you convinced me to do it. Uh, so here we are, you know, 11 episodes in. Um, you are what I call, and there's there's very few that, I mean, we, we see a lot of transformation, but but you are like the um, the caterpillar butterfly story. Like, like, no, seriously, like I see it, and there's a few of those, like Lena Stutes, um, Gosh, uh, what, what Josh was Ferris. Josh Ferris. Uh, there, there's a Man. few people that come through 
that summit and it just completely transforms them and they end up literally a different person like oh uh g g han g han dan irvin just just yeah just not long ago g han shout out to you if you're watching g han was real just kind of like quiet and reserved and just kind of like you know she's like just out there crushing it like her true self is starting to shine through and a lot of it is I think what where I see that transformation happen with people is what we're teaching them to do is step out of that comfort zone and really show their their real true colors uh, to the world where they maybe before were a little bit reserved on what they would share online and stepping out and, and it's like just be yourself and yeah. um, and we're starting to see that and like you you're doing this podcast and stuff and like it starts to give you a confidence in your own abilities and things like that. Like episode one. Okay. What episode is this for you guys? This is 11, 11, 11. All right, cool. So episode 11, episode one and Mark, you've done 350 episodes with me, but the, your episode one in here on bed SOS was probably, I got kicked out. My computer froze, had to reboot. Mark's just rolling by himself for probably the Mur- first five Murphy's, minutes. Murphy's Law was in full effect that day. That That's for sure. That's what it is. That's what it is. Episode one. That's, it's it's the best. But, you yeah. know, you're now at episode 11. I'm sure you got a little bit more confidence, a little bit more. You know what I mean? You're just. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so that's the transformation that we see is we're we're allowing people to step into the true version of themselves um through well and that's sharing their story you know yeah and and that's part of you know the summit right um helping people achieve that potential because oftentimes they're in we're in our own way right Mm -hmm. um and so getting out that's something that you teach is getting out of your comfort zone um into the 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 fear zone or you're in you're in your comfort zone getting out into the fear zone the growth zone Right. I mean, the the other aspects of what people can do um, if they just get out of their own way. So which that brings up another question that I had for you maybe to share is job seekers, whether you're active duty transitioning to the civilian sector, you're a veteran, you're already in the civilian sector. Maybe you have no military uh, relation at all, but we all run into very common pitfalls in the job search. What are some of those pitfalls that, that you see? Mm. What are some of the mistakes that people are making? Well, I think the biggest one is they focus too much on this, right? This is the killer, okay? Because they're applying online and they're not getting anywhere. So they think it's their resume and they go and they maybe, you know, go to workshops or whatever and they learn how to tailor it and mess with the keywords and chop and screw this thing 32 times. And then they get the same result, which is a canned email or nothing, right? They apply online and they're getting the same result. And so they go back to this and they start messing with this again. And and it's the definition of insanity, right? Doing the same thing over and over and over and expecting a different result. Absolutely. Or get you're getting the same result, right? Mm-hmm. So that's probably the biggest pitfall 
I think, and I know that a lot of uh, companies, recruiters, and, and career coaches will, th this is what they want to teach. I think they're teaching the wrong thing. This is the wrong thing to teach. It doesn't matter. I don't care how good you tailor your resume. It's going in the black hole. Hold on. It's going right here. That's, okay. yeah, that's a, you got a black hole in your office. Oh, my gosh. Like, it's going in the black hole. Okay? And I don't care whatever uh, career coach you're talking to or anybody that says they know otherwise. I'd say prove it. Prove to me that you got more callbacks and more interviews because of your tailoring your resume. Show me that evidence. And we haven't seen it. I haven't seen it. So if somebody can show me the evidence, we can have a conversation. But I just haven't seen it. So I'm like, if that's really the issue, it's let's get that resume looked at by a human. At the end of the day, this is a human transaction, a human business. Um, and so we've got to get a person to then do this, reach mm -hmm. in here, <laughs> and pull it out. And pull the gum off of it, and 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 then go. Huh? Okay. Like that's what we have to do. <laughs> I mean, it's that simple, really. It really is that simple. But people want to talk about keywords and all of that, and I think that's the biggest mistake. They're spending their time in the wrong place. Right. Well, in in so there's steps along the way right and some of the tactical is still important because and you've always said this too right your resume tells the recruiter the hiring manager the company whether or not you can do the job right but it doesn't really give any indication of what who you are who you are yep if they like you if it's a good fit for the cult company culture all of these things that are intangible, relatively intangible, um, that you'll never, ever convey on a resume. So, you know, as long as your resume has the, the, the base and the core to get, be able to get your foot in the door, you know, through the applicant tracking system, great. Are you gonna get too many results from that? Yeah, probably less than 10% though, right? We know that the majority of people that are getting their foot in the door, it's through a relationship, through who you yeah, are. And and listen, I'm not trying to, um, I'm not trying to knock on anybody who's who's tailoring their resume and and doing that. Okay, like I like there's a comment here from Sheena Sanders right now. She says revising my resume right now. She's, right. she's just laughing about it, right? So I'm not trying to knock anybody for doing that. Um, what I just want to ask everybody in the audience is just think about the ROI. Okay, what's the return on your investment? And the investment is your time. Okay, so if you're spending your time in an area and you're not getting the results now, if you're doing your resume and you're tailoring it and you found some secret keyword code like like you guys remember um, the second Genesis and you had like the secret code. Like if you found some secret code that got you to got that resume through. OK, and it's working for you, by all means, continue. Did you say Sega Genesis? Sega Genesis, yeah. <laughs> I know I know the Super Mario code. <laughs> Super Mario code, you know what I'm saying? Like, if you have figured it out, if you have cracked the code, please continue, right? But 
just answer honestly to yourself in your mind. You're like, dang, I've redone my resume 32 times and I'm tailoring it for every job and I'm still not getting anywhere. If that's you, then we got to, we got to try a different approach, try a different approach. Uh, You're definitely getting insane at that point. So I told you this before and you got me in trouble. Uh Oh, (laughs) yeah. You know, you got me in trouble. Um, you, you took a little break, right? You were re- retooling the summit. And, yeah. and so you were actually <laughs> playing a, a re- recording of the one episode that I was in. And like we were interacting quite a bit in that one. So I finally got my wife to attend the summit. And she was like, how come you weren't responding when he was asking? You know, for, and I'm like, what are you talking about? And she kept going on and on. She said, you were in the meeting. I said, I was not in the meeting. I was at work. And she just kept going at it. And so I had to go and look. And I was like, oh, yeah, that was like two months ago. <laughs> so, okay. So, yeah. So that is hilarious. That is the – it cracks me up. I've told you – I've told that story to some people before. Because, yes, uh, that was a pre-recorded live webinar. So she was joined in to a pre-recorded session and she saw your comments and she thought you were in the room. She was probably trying to say, Sean, what are you doing here? And and, and you weren't responding to her. Nope. Right? And she, she's probably like, what is going on? And then you you were telling her, you're like, I wasn't there. And she's like, yes, you were. No, yeah. you- <laughs> Get, getting caught with lipstick on the collar, man. Oh, <laughs> man. That is hilarious, though, when I think that about it. Uh, so what's up, your though. wife's name? What's her name? Eileen. Eileen. Yeah. Come on, listen, Eileen. Listen, <laughs> uh, he really wasn't there when you were there. Okay. Uh, it's a, it was a pre-recorded live webinar. So it recorded his, um, comment, but he wasn't actually there. <laughs> so that's funny. I bring that up though, because I know you've retooled. Okay. Yeah. So, Tell us a little bit about the new summit. What, what can people expect? You know, what do you have going on in that? Yeah. So here's one of the things that I realized about our summit is that it's got a ton, right? And by design, I, I have a lot of information. There's a lot of different ways to get the results. Like I was talking about the end of the day, it's getting this looked at and getting a human involved, right? And there's lots of different ways we can do this. We can do this through outbound right? Outbound messages, outbound outreach, right? Reaching out. Mm-hmm. Um, but what's the best approach? How do you do that effectively? How are you going to get someone's attention and get them to respond to you if you are reaching out to them? Okay. So we teach them some strategies on how to do that effectively. But then there's also inbound. Okay. That's the one you really want. Okay. If you can get somebody to come to you, you're in like Flynn. Okay. Because now uh, they're the buyer. Okay. They are buying you. Okay. Yep. Instead of you trying to sell them, right. It's a, it's a completely different, um, psychology that goes into it. So we want, we want inbound leads. We also want to mix it with some outbound. You want to target and get their attention with some outbound. Um, but then there's this beautiful sweet spot in the middle, which is who you know, it's being introduced, right? It's the matchmaking, right? That's that's another one that a lot of people miss. And so we do all three of these approaches 
right? We want to teach you if you're going to do outbound, how to target and how to do it effectively to get their attention, to get them to respond to you and have a conversation. Mm-hmm. Okay. If we're going to get inbound, how do you get, how do you get recruiters showing up at your front door? How do you get that done? Right. And then again, the last is the, who, you know, it's that, that warm handoff, that borrowed trust when you make that introduction and how can we make that happen? And so we do all three in that summit. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's an hour long, so I give so much information, but then what I do on the back end of it is I've got a playbook and I've retooled my playbook so that you can literally go step by step and, you know, it's a playbook. You just go step by step, take the action items and put it to work and you're going to see results. So, yeah, I know we had, um, I think scheduled, will there be a summit tomorrow? Uh, yes, there is a summit tomorrow. And then we also have one on uh, Monday as well. Okay. Monday at 11. Okay. And is that link uh, now active on the who you know that show site? Uh, you can go just go to my LinkedIn profile and look for it on uh, my link tree. Just connect with my LinkedIn. If you if you're searching right now, um, I have a ton of resources for you, but yeah, go to my LinkedIn profile. You'll see the the link in my bio. Click on that and you'll find it. Yeah. It, this is something that transitioning military, my, my fellow brothers and sisters out there transitioning right now, you have to do this. You are going to learn some great things. And like I said at the beginning, it completely changed my trajectory. I probably would have just done the SFL tap stuff and some of the basic things, this opened my eyes to a whole bunch of other options out there and got me doing things that I didn't anticipate doing. Um, so it's well worth sitting through. It's only an hour. Uh, you can easily do it. And, and I'm telling you, the information's spot on, but Trevor and his team is going to motivate you just through their enthusiasm and their energy. Trevor's energy level rivals, you know, a toddler. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, and... That brings up up another good point, which is, you know, even for transitioning from active duty to the civilian sector, um, like Sean, you can attest to this. There's lead time, right, that you have. It's not like you just find out and make the decision like I'm out next week. There's there's a whole out processing process um, to, to that transition. So keep in mind that's its own segment of time. Once you transition, if you haven't gotten that opportunity yet, how long typically might a transition last, Trevor? Mm. I mean, so the way I usually look at when people ask me how long is a, is a career transition going to last is I want to find out how many, first of all, what, what's their salary they're trying to achieve, right? That's the number one question I'll ask. So like, if you're trying to get a hundred thousand dollars salary, what we've seen in the past, and it's changed a little bit because of the pandemic and the great resignation. And now with the uh, upcoming recession and just all the things going on, we we're just seeing a lot of changes, but traditionally it's been for every hundred uh, for every uh, $10,000 in salary, it's going to take you up to a month. Wow. Okay. So if I'm looking for a $100,000 salary, that's 10 months. Okay. So what we have seen is by people coming through the summit, 
and taking action, it is chopping people's uh, uh, search time in half. Okay, so if it was a traditionally going to take them 10 months, it's going to take them five months. Okay, I'm not saying I'm going to get you there tomorrow. Right. But what we're doing is we're saving you time. And what's that time worth? Right. That five month search search time that it cut out, cut down. That's fifty thousand dollars. Right. If you equate it back to the money, like we're saving people cash flow at the end of the day, a lot of cash flow. Mm-hmm. Right. So, so to follow up on that question, when should active duty short timers start their search, updating their LinkedIn, going through the, the tactical side of, of their search uh, or even the now, networking, even the networking side? Uh, yesterday. Now, I mean, the real deal is um, with when it comes to LinkedIn and actually, let me just let me back up for a second. The stuff that we're teaching in the summit. Um, I don't care if you are actively searching or not. There's things in that summit that you need to be doing even while you're working. Okay. And this will keep you in demand, right? If you want job security, you want to make sure right now with this recession coming up and all of that, that, you know, layoffs are are probably going to happen that we're seeing it. Layoffs are happening. Okay. You, you want to create an environment where no matter what's going on, people are seeking you, right? There's stuff we're going to teach you in there, you know, how to optimize your profile. That's number one, so that when people show up on your profile, it can optimize it into a, uh, it can convert it into a conversation, okay? So that's mm-hmm. number one. But number two, it's like, what are you doing to showcase that you're the thought leader in your industry, right? What are you doing to tell the world that if you're in HR or whatever it is that you do, that you are the go-to HR person, what are you doing? And um, so anyways, what I'm saying is there's stuff in that summit that's going to keep you um, marketable. It's going to keep you because what happens is people go to work, this is another one of those big mistakes. You asked for the mistakes. They go to work and then they stop. They, 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 they stop networking. They stop uh, creating the content that showcases why, like why they're a thought leader. They stop um, updating their profile. And so their profile gets outdated. Mm-hmm. Right. It's like, no, no, no. Wait a minute. As you're working, continue to do these things and you won't be in this position again. Yeah. Is there, you know, you guys have probably all heard this analogy before, but is a train, is a train hard to get moving? Does it take a lot of energy, a lot of, yes. a lot of push to get that train moving? Absolutely. Yep. Yeah. But once it's moving, is it as hard to keep it moving? Nope. Is it hard to slow down? Oh, yeah. yeah. Yep. We see it all the time with, especially with military people. Like they, they're saying on average that, that most most people aren't even lasting a year in their first job out of out of the military, mm-hmm. uh, that, that transition piece. But as soon as they land that job, they stop all the networking stuff that helped them get the job and mm-hmm. instead of continuing. Now, I'll be the first to admit, is the amount and how often I'm on LinkedIn going to go down a little bit? Yeah, probably, you know, as you get into a new job and, and figure out your new life rhythm and all that stuff, um, you know, there's going to be some changes. 
Um, I'm on vacation right now. I can spend all day on LinkedIn. It doesn't matter. But, you know, things are going to change in a little bit. Um, so with the active duty guys or, or guys and gals that, you know, they, they have all their pieces, you know, that they have to do. Um, and, and some of the people in transition have called it basically your, your um, minimum standard. You have to go through these classes. It gives you the basics. And there's some great information in there. Don't get me wrong. But it, it, it's taking it to that next level. You know, the getting out there and networking, uh, using some of the skills from the summit, because just as you you pointed out with the skills you were talking about, we've booked guests for this show through some of the skills in, in the summit. Nice. You know, people reaching out to us, making a contact, and then they connect us with somebody else. Like we we I've been having some conversations here with people using horses to help people with PTSD mm. uh, in, in uh, rehab. And so one of the connections connected me to somebody else and, and we're trying to find a date to bring them on now, you know, just, you know, through the networking piece, you know, you know, to your, point, to your point. Um, so I got to ask you a question, Sean. So how has doing this show and, and doing a podcast, how has that increased your networking or has it increased your networking? I think it, it definitely has increased it because now when I have a conversation with somebody who's in the veteran support field, it's not just, Hey, that's cool. It's like, Hey, that's cool. Tell me more about that. And we actually probably have a little bit better connection. Mm -hmm. And, you know, part of it is me looking to say, okay, is this person going to be a, a, a good person to bring onto the show, you know, to talk about it, you know, how are they helping the community? Um, and so that we're building some of those deeper connections. I mean, just look at uh, Joe, who we had on um, a couple weeks ago. Mm -hmm. He's been tagging us in almost all of his posts. We're, I'm making new connections through him that are great organizations we're going to be able to highlight on here. You know, so it's just, you know, doing this show alone has been phenomenal in that aspect. And I, I think is, I need a support dog actually myself. So <laughs> and this is only episode uh, 11. So, um, what I, the reason I was asking that question is because, you know, doing a show or a podcast like this, it it creates a platform, right? This is what job seekers really need to understand. Like, get out there, put something together like this. This creates a platform for you to be able to have human conversations. Right. And what did we talk about earlier? We said, this ain't cutting it. You need to have a human conversation with decision makers who can pull this out of the trash where it is, right? Mm -hmm. So what if you had a, a podcast? What if you're a job seeker, you're out there on the market and you got your own little show like this, okay? And you're able to have informational interviews with yep. people that work at the company that you want to work for. So if it's Coca-Cola, you want to work at Coca-Cola and you're in HR and you really want an HR job at Coca-Cola, well, I would go to their company page on LinkedIn and I would search for the HR people that already work there, right? Success leaves clues. And I would go to those folks and I would say, hey, listen, I got this show. I'd love to interview you and bring you on and talk about your experience with Coca-Cola and, and uh, how you got there. And listen, that person is going to be shocked and blown away and surprised and excited because they probably have never been on a podcast before 
or been interviewed, and they're gonna it's gonna create this want and desire to come talk to you. It's a platform. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that want and desire then creates this environment where they're going to come on. You're going to interview them. You're going to get to know them. You're actually going to build this little connection, this relationship. Right. And then from there, listen, you're going to tell that person, hey, I, I know that you, you're working at Coca-Cola. Like, how did you get there? What what were the, some of the steps Cause I'm really interested in working there too. From what I'm hearing, it looks like this is a great opportunity. And I saw online, there's this job available there. Do you know somebody, how I could get my foot in the door? Who do you know? That kind of thing. Mm-hmm. You start networking and connecting. It just creates a platform for you to be able to get your foot in the door very, very easily. And then I tell people, here's another thing real quick. Take that video, take that interview and chop it up. Okay. And guess what you're going to be doing? You're going to be posting that. And guess what? That interview was all about Coca-Cola, wasn't it? That Mm -hmm. entire interview. So guess what you're going to do? You're going to tag Coca-Cola. And you're going to tag the other decision makers in that content. And they're going to see one of their own employees who works there talking about the experience. Right? Like, it's just a good way of getting their attention, getting on their radar, and that person that you interviewed is going to be speaking your praises. I promise you. They're not going to be saying, oh, that guy sucks. <laughs> They're going to be like, no. that." Look at this. Need, They're going to be like, look at this. Yep. yep. Why are they going to speak so highly of it? Because they were on it. <laughs> mm-hmm. like, That's the next step. I'm still in negotiations with my 12-year-old to be my content creator for the chopping up the podcast <laughs> you should do it man you should do it that's oh, awesome definitely going to definitely yeah. going to it like, but does that make sense though does that oh, make yeah. sense like absolutely like every job seeker should have a should have a podcast like they should and i know why they don't and it's not the money because because restream this is what we're on right now how much is this mm-hmm. it's like 40 bucks a month 50 bucks a month something like that right yep. it's not the money what it is, is fear. It's because they were taught and they've always been taught this. This is the way to do it. What if I said, this is not the way to do it. Get a podcast. That's the way to do it. Maybe there's a better way. And, and it's not just podcasting. There's more to it. But what if there's a better way is all I'm saying. Think outside the box. Throw away everything you've ever thought about job search. Throw it away because it's not working. That's a great point, actually, because now that I'm at that point in my transition where I, you know, I just did a bunch of interviews for the fellowship program. I have some other stuff coming up that I'm going to be interviewing for. The more people I talk to about this, the more they tell you that it's not so much about what you know at all. It's really more of a personality test to see if you're a good fit because your resume is already telling them whether or not you're qualified to do it Big you know, but are you that person that's going to come onto the team and be a great teammate or are you somebody that we don't even want to deal with so that's where i think the video piece plays even bigger if you can come on here and show your personality that's you know, right it's almost a slam dunk until they can do this let me let me just say this until the technology gets so good and, and maybe we'll get there one day, guys. I mean, technology's crazy, what they're doing these days. Maybe we'll get there. But until they get to a point 
where you will apply online, your resume goes in, and the algorithm is so stinking good that it's just going to hire based off that resume. No interviews required. Like literally, goes in, scans the keywords, whatever it has to do, the algorithm just goes, sends you an offer letter, Mm -hmm. right? Until we get to that point, it's still a human-to-human business, okay? So... Yeah. Anyways, I, I think that, uh, and it may get that at some point, it may, at some level, it may get to that point, you know, if, uh, if, if some of these, uh, Facebook and, and, and Zuckerberg and, uh, uh, Bezos and, and, and all these, you know, crazy people with all the data, if they can get together and put their heads around it and Just try to put solve all their that. heads together. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Think about the brain power out there with what they've, if you, these leaders have created on the social side. Yeah. Data. It's data. data. Well, I was hearing, you know, um, uh, about some kind of algorithm that scans all of your social media, like looks at all of it to determine like a almost like a, a culture fit with a company. Mm-hmm. Right. Technology mm-hmm. to say like, OK, you're on TikTok drinking and uh, like we don't want that. Right. right? And the algorithm right. does it, not a person. Right. Yeah. Right. That's scary. It is scary. It is scary because you're I mean, you got to think like there's cameras everywhere. But yeah, that's 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 the key, though. I mean, it's you think about that. That's scary. It's like, you know, somebody told me FedEx drivers right now, they've got cameras in their trucks. Right. And they're supposed Mm -hmm. to wear their masks, like even when they're driving, Um, you know, super big brother. But at the same time, it also helps people understand, like, this stuff that I'm putting out there is out there for everybody. You're and always on camera. Whoever can see say, it. You're always yep. on camera, always. And like in uh, in China, okay, I've heard about in China how they have, you know, like all these cameras and like uh, the face recognition software there, like that's going around. And they have um, like your buying power is on like a likability scale too. Not, not likability. That's the wrong word, but basically like, okay, if you're a good citizen or not, meaning like if you smoke cigarettes and you drink, you're not a good citizen. Right. And Mm -hmm. all these different things, like all these, like an algorithm that, that, your buying power, whether you can even travel in and out of the country <laughs> is determined on some of these factors on whether you're like a good citizen. Anyway, kind of creepy, but a lot of it had to do with like, they know what you're buying. They knew, they know what you're like. Everything that you do is followed on camera and face recognition and all this stuff. And that that's crazy. And I'm curious how long it'll take them to get a little bit more, more refined with that. Cause I remember last year, during football season, the Tennessee volunteer quarterback's name is Hendon Hooker. Every time you typed in Hooker on Twitter, it, it flagged. <laughs> well, yeah. yeah like, think about that. Everything that you do can be tracked. Every, like, okay, this. You know, you're on social media and you're, like, imagine, okay, you don't even like the post, but you stop on it and you watch it, right? Do you not think there's a data point for that? You didn't even like it, like, right? But there's a data point. Yeah, you looked at it. 
And every time you're stopping on something, they're gaining some insight, some data point on you. And they're like, oh, wait a minute. You know, uh, Trevor likes the Cowboys or whatever it is. Right. But but in China, we hate the Cowboys. Right. You know what I mean? So we're going to dock his points. I don't know. I'm just throwing out speculation. But uh, I I know we're getting down to time here. Um, I wanted to just be be able to share again um, about your network. Right. What you're doing. We definitely want to get people plugged in with you. Uh, your LinkedIn information is down there in the in the uh, ticker. So, guys, make sure that you connect with Trevor Houston. You absolutely have to if you are in transition or going to be soon in career transition, active duty, veteran, military family member, it doesn't matter. So aside from VSOs, I know this, and we'll maybe end with this, uh, what are some of the other resources that are available you know, we've got the veteran service organizations. We've got the Who You Know Summit. Is there anything else that you're doing? Obviously, the Who You Know Show. Do you want to tell them about the show? Uh, yeah, the Who You Know Show. Um, you know, what we like to do is my favorite thing on that show is bringing people who have been through some really challenging circumstances. Like we just had uh, Richard. Gosh, what's his last name? I'm drawing a blank. I think it's Smith, um, who spent 17 years in in prison for a crime he didn't commit. You know what I mean? Right. Talk about grit. Right. And and so I like to showcase people who have overcame some massive obstacles. Because again, success leaves clues. And one of the biggest things that we find with this job search is it's a mindset game, right? When you're getting all this rejection, you can feel hopeless, right? And so what we want to do is bring people on the show that can show you that you can overcome. Uh, you you will. It's, not a, it's just a matter of time. And um, Anyway, so I, I would come take out our sh- our show because it's not just about job search tips and tricks and resumes and LinkedIn and la 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 la. Matter of fact, I did a lot of that in the first year, right? Mm-hmm. And now I almost yes. don't like it, as I'm like, oh, another career coach. I'm gonna hear the same thing. I've already heard it. Maybe the audience hasn't heard it, you know. But I'm, but I've like I've heard the same stuff over and over, and so I'm like, I want to bring on interesting powerful stories that can motivate the audience to take action on some of that stuff right and uh to lift people up so that's what the show's about yeah um so it's a little bit different well thanks for uh thanks for jumping in here again appreciate it guys again down on the ticker connect with trevor houston You absolutely need to be connected with him and the Who You Know Network during your search and your transition and beyond, right? Because it's not about you. It's not just about you. So be sure that you're also paying it forward, right? Make sure that you're paying it forward, that you're letting people who are coming behind you gain the knowledge that you've gleaned and paying it forward and serving others as well. So, guys, that's it. That's the show. Don't drown it. Oh, yeah. Go ahead. I, I one I have to thank Trevor and, and you and Foster. But if you guys haven't paid attention to the symbol for the show, it's who you know presents. We fall up under who you know network, 
Uh, Trevor, I mean, you were the motivation behind getting this started. I appreciate everything you've done for me so far. Um, and Trevor's not on here by mistake. You know, it wasn't just, hey, we needed a random guy to fill fill in or what have you. Trevor has an awesome product. He really cares. You know, he's helping us put this show out, you know, to, to help veterans. We now have him on the Vets to Industry page. Uh, so the Who You Know Network shows up there when you're looking for job search things. So, I mean, the Who You Know Network is definitely a tool for veterans to use and for transitioning service members. So I'm telling you, it changed my my trajectory completely. I highly encourage you to check out the next summit. You said there's what one tomorrow and one Monday. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's yep. right. Got to check it out. Trevor, and, I appreciate everything so far, brother. Sean, I appreciate you. And I, I want to say thanks for uh, being the, the first guinea pig on the, uh, the who, you know, uh, network. Right. Because that's something I'm excited about, too, is we are going to be putting together a a podcast network. And, uh, you know, because I think, again, what I was saying earlier, it's important to get your message out there. And so if I can help people to get that message out there, make it a little bit easier, uh, then then that's what I want to do. And so, um, yeah, I talked to you about it and uh, and then you and Mark have worked really well together. So. Uh, just because of the military focus, right? I wasn't in the military. So, um, but I think you guys were a, a perfect match and keep going, keep this thing. Cause I'll tell you, uh, statistics say that um, most podcasts will get about uh, 14, I think episodes and then quit. Cause it's, we already it's got work. the next 10 booked. You got the next 10 <laughs> booked, man. Make it to a hundred bro. And then keep going. You know what I'm saying? Just keep it going. And, um, so I'm proud of you guys. You guys are doing it. And yeah, so also real quick for the audience, anybody that wants to um, explore what it takes to be co- become part of the Who You Know Network, if you have an idea, a thought, maybe a show that you'd like to create, just send me a DM and uh, we can chat about what that looks like and uh, would love to would love to chat with you. Outstanding. Hey, guys. Thanks again, Trevor. Uh, Thank you all. Viewer audience, you are what makes this happen. So remember, do not drown in the sea of transition. Grab your SOS life preserver. Yep. Yep. And uh, grab that lifeline. Thanks again. Join us for our next episode. All right. See you all later. 